Did you know that 88% of all women-owned businesses generate less than 100K a year and only 4.2% of women hit 1 million in annual revenue? Well, Ellen Yin is on a mission to change that. Ellen is an entrepreneur who turned her $300 client project into $1.5 million in revenue. Her dharma is making mentorship accessible to the masses and showing women what is possible for themselves through her podcast, Cubicle to CEO. And as a fellow entrepreneur who runs her own business, I am so thankful for the resources that women like Ellen create to bring clarity to the path ahead for other women. Expanding my realm of possibilities and inspiring my audience to do the same is such a passion of mine. That is why I am very excited to share this week's sponsor and tell you all about Cubicle to CEO. Ellen Yin brings in leading entrepreneurs to interview weekly. Listeners walk away with new strategies to implement for the growth of their business and bypass the time-consuming learning curve of figuring things out on their own. If you are interested in using the best income growth strategies from top entrepreneurs and CEOs, including Ellen Yin herself, I've got a special treat for you. Tune into past income reports on the Cubicle to CEO podcast today, plus receive free access to your first 10K month masterclass and a bonus workbook by going to my special link, zen.ai slash sweet CEO. That's Z-E-N dot A-I forward slash S-W-E-E-T-C-E-O. The link can be found in the show notes, and I am so excited to hear all about your expanded income and business success. And now let's get into today's episode. Welcome back to the Sweet Clarity Podcast, the place where we deepen the relationship we have with ourselves and get radically clear on our life purpose. I am your host, Grayson Wadajah. Hello, everyone. I am here this week with a tangible episode of 11 Things I Do Every Day to Evolve My Dharma. So I felt like being a little bit more personal with you guys this week, giving you an inside look at the things that I like to do in my daily life to help me feel fulfilled, to help me feel an alignment, and to help me move the needle forward and evolve with my dharma. So the first thing I like to do, this is very important, and it is to get enough sleep. So I began to value sleep as a necessity rather than a luxury, not even too long ago. And this was a shift that I made that really helped me put a lot into perspective because sleep is so important. And if we're wanting to up-level our life and really take things up a notch, especially in business and health, we really have to look at sleep. That's one of the first things we have to look at. And so viewing this as a necessity rather than just a luxury is a big change. So personally for me, I go to bed between eight and nine. 
every night and I wake up around five, if not a little bit before that. So my times have changed and it's really funny to think about this progression because just a few years ago, I was working in the hospitality and wedding industry in New York. I would get out of work well after midnight and then have to commute home on the subway (laughs) and wouldn't be going to bed around maybe 2 a.m. So I've definitely had gone through some seasons in my life in terms of sleep and work and the hours with which I operate, but I really found my groove with this early to bed and early to rise. It works really well for me. I know that's not for everyone, but I really urge you to take a look at how much sleep you are getting. And if you can, I know it might seem difficult, but if you can calibrate that to around seven to eight hours, it will really make a difference and you will see a shift in every area of your life. The second thing I do every day to evolve my dharma is my morning routine that is completed and executed in solitude. So as a manifesting generator, it is really important for me to have lots of time alone. Sleeping alone, being in my own energy, starting the day intentionally in my own energy, that is really key for manifesting generators and generators alike. So I really love doing that. And my morning routine I'll get into in future episodes for sure, but to keep it short and sweet in this episode, I like to journal, set a daily intention for the day. I'm really big on affirmations. I do yoga and I meditate and I make sure I get at least all of those in. Sometimes it lasts longer than others, but crossing all of those off and making sure I attend to each one really helps me consider my morning practice to be complete. Third on the list is after that's completed, I will now fuel my body with lots and lots of Kangen water and fresh fruit for breakfast. And I made this change also pretty recently, but just consuming fruit for breakfast and then eating more of the heavier foods later on in the day. So followed by the fruit, I'll have lots of veggies, usually some rice, yummy plant-based food later on in the day. But starting the day really clean, having lots of fruit, smoothie bowls, stuff like that, it really helps to detox the body and... I feel my most optimal when I do that. So fueling the body is so important. And if we want to evolve our dharma, we really have to be considerate about the foods and the the liquids that we are consuming because that plays a big role in how we show up in the world. Number four, I review my goals for the week as well as the tasks that I assigned myself for the day. So personally, I use a platform called Notion. It is an online database where you can use templates or you can create them. And gosh, guys, my entire life is on Notion. I have multiple different calendars. 
I have spreadsheets. I have so many things on there and it's a free tool that I use. And so I've got folders for my weekly goals, my daily goals, all that kind of stuff. So I make sure I check that in the morning and I feel really good about what I'm doing for the day, making sure it's aligned for the week. So I zoom out and I see where I'm heading for not only this month, but for the next three, six months in advance. Number five, I like to bring awareness to my dosha for the day and honor that energy. So I will also be getting into this in the coming weeks, but basically what a dosha is, it's an Ayurvedic term. So dosha is Sanskrit for energy. So we all have varying different amounts of fire energy, earth energy, and air energy. Knowing that, it helps me to move forward through the day with that information. So like I said, I'll be going into this in the coming weeks, but basically I just make sure that let's say today I was actually feeling a bit earthy and I made sure to honor that earth energy by having a slower morning, by extending my morning practice a little longer than usual, by staying home for a little bit longer and just feeling grounded in that space before I left for the day to do my task and to go out and about and just making sure I had that time first to tune in before getting out into this crazy world. That was something I did to just honor that earth energy that I was feeling this morning, just as an example. Number six, I contribute to my social media strategy so that I have the spaciousness to work on new offerings. So this really plays into that 1% rule because for a while I felt like I was just playing catch up and I was trying to run my social media just a week at a time. And by the time the week was up, I was like struggling to get myself together for the next week. But one weekend, I just sat myself down and I planned everything for the month. And it took a lot of time. But now I feel really good because I can maintain that, that momentum and just do a little bit now at a time. So basically now when I am doing this on a daily basis, this can look like posting, scheduling, creating the content, researching, getting inspiration, any of those. But what's so important for me now is to just maintain this momentum that I've created for myself because I now have the space available to work on new things. Because for a while, it felt like social media was my main job. And I hate to break it to you, but social media does not pay money. And It's definitely a part of the game. It's part of the business, but that's not where you get your your money from. And so it felt like I was just doing this for what felt like no reason or for no end game. But now I have more of a strategy in place that I can upkeep and have the time and the energy to actually work on those things that are inspiring me right now, the new offerings I have beautiful inspired ideas of and I can't wait to continue to move that forward on a daily basis to evolve my dharma. Number seven, something I like to do every day is to affirm my vision. 
And what this means is I kind of think of it as I'm like calibrating to my North Star. So I see Dharma as very much this North Star in the sky. It's what I'm heading towards. It's my direction. It's my guiding light. And so by doing this, I like to think of the quantum field. I like to open up my heart chakra. I like to feel as if my dreams and desires are already mine. And by saying all of this, you know, what this really means is I have a really clear idea of where I want all of this to take me. And so the more clarity I bring to, let's say, for example, my retreat business, Clarifino, the more clarity I have with where I want that business to be five, 10 years down the road, I can tune into that and feel as if it's already happened. And by doing that, you know, I'm basically pulling that timeline towards me. And that really helps me connect with my my heart, connect with my dharma, and to evolve it further. So visualization is such a key role in personally my dharma, but I know a lot of people's as well, because it helps us to move that needle forward. If we're not visualizing, if we don't have a clear idea of where we're going and why we're going there, then what's the point? It kind of feels like we're not moving. And I always like to feel like I'm doing something productive. And even if that productivity is rest and acknowledging that energy, then that is a win for me. Number eight, I... Every day, you know, this is just like a a task at hand, but it's necessary and it is to confirm my future meetings and my schedule, you know, all of those kind of matrixy tasks. I, you know, make adjustments if necessary, look at my calendar. I'm a very visual person. So I have my notion templates pulled up on a daily basis and just constantly looking at them, just making sure everything is lining up, that all my times are flowing, and I have to do this. There's so many moving parts, and so I have to know that it's going to flow seamlessly. So that is a must. That's something I do every day. And if I didn't do it, I would definitely feel like I wasn't going anywhere. Number nine, consuming conscious content. This helps me to really feel like I am raising my frequency or my vibration. And so my favorite people to tune into for this, number one, for sure, is Kyle Cease. I've mentioned him on the podcast in the past, but he has amazing books, an amazing YouTube channel. I'll have them linked in the show notes, but he is just such a thought leader very motivational for me. So I always like to just be in his energy and it really helps me just calm down and just helps me understand what I'm feeling. So he's a big one for me. Number two, for anything business related, I go straight to Ashley Pollard. She's incredible. I'll also have her stuff linked below. She is an incredible business mentor. She's built her entire agency model of helping female entrepreneurs run their business and be successful at it. And I really look up to her so much. She's a big one for me. Number three, my girl Zoe Polson. 
She's my roommate here in Bali. She's super inspirational to me. She recently started her own solo podcast. It's called Note to Self, and I'll have that linked as well down below for you guys. It's really short and sweet episodes, super potent. The episodes are anywhere between like 10 to 15 minutes. So they're really easy to digest. And I just tune in and get Zoe's download for the day. And it makes me feel really good. And lastly is Dr. Joe Dispenza. So he is very popular. You've probably heard of him. If not, he is just incredible. I'm currently reading his book, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself, which is a lot to do with this quantum manifestation, the quantum field, and just rewiring your brain to be able to see things differently, to be able to to see yourself in a new way, in a new empowering way, really. So he is a very big inspiration for me when it comes to up-leveling my life. And number 10 now for the 10th thing I like to do every day to evolve my dharma is to make connection with others. This is just a casual, simple and sweet one, but I like to just check in with my friends, send them voice notes, let them know I'm thinking of them, maybe go on a matcha date, maybe go for a beach walk, for sunset. I just like to flex my social muscle because... I consider myself to be an introverted extrovert. And so too much time in solitude is not good for me and I tend to go a little crazy. So just connecting with friends, staying in the loop, practicing active listening and holding space, it really does help me ground. And if it's not in person, then I'll connect with friends through Instagram and it makes me feel just as connected but just making sure I do that every day to just connect myself to other fellow humans in this reality. And then lastly, number 11. This is kind of a no-brainer, but for the 11th thing that I do every day to evolve my dharma, it is operate my business. So my business really has, the way I see it, it's three different sections. I've got my one-on-one coaching practice, so holding sessions for those lovely humans. I've got the Sweet Clarity podcast, which you're listening to right now, so recording or editing those shows for you. And then Clarifino, my holistic retreat business in Bali, so making sure that the website is all nice, running, updated, and lovely, and creating social media content for both my personal business page and for Clarifino. And then lastly, with my business, it's always evolving. And so I'm either in the brainstorming phase, the creation phase, or I'm revising my new offerings. Right now, I really feel like I'm taking everything up to the next level, having completed my first retreat, having almost come to a full year in my one-on-one coaching practice. I'm really taking things to the next level, and I'm excited to start offering lots of new, exciting ways for you to work with me and and to be in my energy. So that's a must, and that's an obvious one, but it makes the list nonetheless. So basically what it comes down to, all of these 11 tips and things that I do, it comes down to this, which is the more I embody my being... The more I am in alignment with my sacred doing, 
which is my dharma. And so this goes across the board for everyone. The more we feel connected to ourself, the more we're able to optimize the body and optimize our human experience, the more we're able to activate our gifts and activate our dharma. So I just wanted to share this list with you all today of 11 things I like to do that help me feel like I'm really evolving my dharma on a daily basis. And it might seem like a lot, but some of them are pretty quick, short and sweet, but they are all important to me. So they all needed to make this episode. And I hope you enjoyed listening to my little tips and tricks, my little secret sauce to help my dharma just stay super juicy and fresh. And one last announcement for the end of this episode, I am still currently accepting one-on-one clients in my coaching practice. So if you are feeling called to work together, I would love to make that happen for you. We can get started as soon as next week can book your discovery call, get in your application, and get to work. If that resonates with you, you know what to do. Get in contact with me and we can make it happen. And with that, I will speak to you all in the next episode.